Taking notes is easy when you're just jotting down what you're observing, following what's happening, maybe someone's speaking or you're watching something happening, you take down notes of what's happening. But why is that so much easier than taking meaningful and useful notes when you're trying to capture your thoughts and putting it out into the world? Today's episode will show you how your note-taking is an untapped skill that will help you become a better engineer. This is the Engineering IRL Podcast, a place for engineers in the real world. We try to break down engineering concepts and figure out how to apply them to real life. Let's become better problem solvers, better engineers. This is your host, Andrew Sario. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Engineering IRL Podcast for engineeringinreallife.com. I am your host, Andrew Sario, and this is revision 47 of the podcast. Today's episode is three keys to taking amazing engineering notes. And to dive right into it, the first question might be, what's so important about engineers taking notes anyways? Like, it's just taking notes, it's just writing things down. How hard can that be? And that's correct. It's very easy to do. So the reason why I even bring this up is to think about what's the most effective way to do it. So taking notes really is a tool that you use to capture your thoughts. And if you think about one of the key things that engineers do is really to consume, analyze, and output information, right? And a great deal of doing that effectively is to be able to take those thoughts and analysis in, right? And then output it somewhere. Now, before you come to the final reports and presentation, really, if you want to do good on those type of things, you need to have a core message and to sort out your original raw input data, which is your thoughts, um, you need to be able to take those notes down and use them in a way that helps you output what you need to output efficiently. So this is about efficiency and this is about using the tools uh, available to you to do so. Now, are there any examples of great engineers who take notes? Why am I talking about this? Well, there's a couple of people that uh, I've read, you know, you read a lot of their the way that they work and the things that they've produced and it's a very, very, very common thing. And to go far as far back as, you know, hundreds of years ago to, you know, thousands of years ago, you look at uh, Leonardo da Vinci and he has a whole bunch of notes. Like they're like relics now. You can buy them. You know, Bill Gates bought one of his, you know, many volumes. And within those, you can see all his diagrams, the notes that he took, the way he thought about problems, situations and his attention to detail. Um, I mentioned him in, in, in the book, the 10 plus 1 Steps to Problem Solving book, and I highlight some of these things that he does and some of those you know details he notices and captures. And he captures it in a way that now, hundreds of years later, you look at it and you go, oh, wow, that's the genesis of where this thought or where this concept came up, right? How it was developed over time, because it's not just one note. We're not talking about writing the final notes. It's also the, the you know, the random thoughts, the small things. And, you know... Uh, the other reference is Aristotle that I'm ta- that I often refer to, and the way that he, you know, held his classes and paced through the Lyceum. His a lot of what he produced came from the way that he took in inputs, worked through his thoughts, made his notes, and and they came out. So a lot of his work was destroyed. So if you look at history, you know, <laughs> a lot of work has been destroyed, but the notes that he took and allowed his students to take is where a lot of the information comes from. Cool. So notes can be anything. So are there specific notes that I'm talking about? Maybe I'm missing, maybe there's something missing here. Um, Are we focusing on particular notes? And really, 
that's correct. Notes can be anything. We, we're talking about words. We're talking about diagrams. But a lot of the time, you're just capturing raw thoughts, right? You're trying to get a concept out. You're trying to go from brainwaves to paper. That's the idea. And they don't need to be final, you know, fancy type ones. I've seen some pretty damn good notes out there with really vivid diagrams um, that look awesome, right? But even these rubbish notes that you take where you just write random words and it doesn't make sense to anyone else but you is important and is included in what I'm talking about. Now, you can guess by the way that I've uh, uh, introduced this topic is, you know, I'm talking about the handwritten notes and the question might be, well, handwritten notes versus digital notes. Like I, I, I also use digital note-taking applications, of course, and perhaps you do too, and or perhaps you do exclusively, right? So it's like, hey, my digital notes, I don't have to waste paper. I don't have a, you know, I don't have, I'm not killing as many trees. Um, I've got, uh, it's backed up everywhere. You know, I got it on the cloud. I can access it on my phone, on everywhere. And that's great. And and there's certain notes that definitely need to live in those environments. But the reason why I talk about handwritten notes is there's a, a link to the way you think and the way you write, right? When you put pen to paper. And it's different. Your brain enters a different uh, state, I'd say, when it's entering notes on a digital device and when it's entering notes on a piece of paper. Now, you might have a fancy phone that comes with a pen or any other tablet type device with a pen. And, and they're relatively good. Like they're, they're, the technology is making it more feasible to go, I can write notes and have them digitally stored. And that's great too. But I think the key there is the handwriting portion of it. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about ink to paper, although for some people that works. But as long as it's got freedom for you to kind of draw and write, then that's good enough. We can, we can stick to that. Okay, so now we know what we're talking about. We know that, you know, it's important to utilize the tools for efficiency from going all the way from conceptual thoughts to actually outputting information into the final forms that they need to. What are the three keys to taking amazing notes? Now, before we get into it, just a quick word from our sponsors. The first is CloudMate Networks, the place where you go if you would like to purchase any Cisco Meraki. There is no better time to invest in cloud managed networking. And if you want to find more about it, just head to cloudmatenetworks.com.au and head to the contact page if you have a custom query or you would like a personalized quote. Have you ever taken the opportunity to improve your problem solving skills? Now that 2021 has started, you may have a New Year's resolution goal to read a book. What better way than to pick up a copy of 10 plus 1 Steps to Problem Solving and Engineer's Guide. It is the perfect gift to improve your problem solving skills from an engineer's perspective, but also learn something from a career with all sorts of information, diagrams and things like that. It's a quick read. So make sure you head to Amazon and search up 10 plus one steps to problem solving. Now back to the show. What are the three keys to taking amazing notes? So according to me, it's frame, focus and fire. So frame is framing your thoughts creates a plane for creativity and ingenuity. So what I mean by this, I mean by, it's like creating the sandbox, creating the walls or the limits at which you're going to play in allows you to pray, play freely, safely, securely in those zones. And that means everything that you output within those walls already matches or fits with a specific goal. 
So for example, you might have a project or something like that that you're working on that you need to focus on or a specific question that you're trying to solve. You want to, fo- you want to frame all of your thinking to that context, right? You want to think about only that thing because your, your mind will go on tangents so easily, right? You want some freedom of play. Like that's the kind of the point, but you need it framed in such a way that everything that you come up with is already towards, tilted towards that common goal. So that's, that's framing um, your thoughts. Uh, focus. So where focus goes, energy flows, right? So focusing on a target increases your chance to hit it. And that expand, like, like that, that ties in with the framing concepts. So you want to frame your thoughts and have it, these are the bounds that I'm going to play in. And then you want to try really hard to focus on the problem. So you're going into your critical analytical brain here to go, I am just going to work on this. And this is what it is, right? You write it down. This is what it is. And you try to, uh, you try, you put all your focus and effort into doing just that one thing and nothing else. You're not going to take notes on anything else. Even if the thought comes to your brain, you're just going to focus, focus, focus. Okay. And like we always know, if you have nothing to focus on, you're guaranteed to hit nothing, right? <laughs> and you're, even if you don't answer the final question, having a target increases the odds that you will hit it. All right, awesome. So then the last one, fire. Write, draw, start. All right, putting pen to paper or digital pen to screen is a pure method to capture your raw thoughts. So just going back to digital versus paper, you know, there's something about that connection between you and putting thoughts down. And I've referred this um, as well for when I had to write the book, like how do you how do you write a lot of words? Sometimes people get um, stuck, you know, and it's the same thing with designing something or writing notes, like you get stuck. There's the note taking that, you know, where you're just literally regurgitating what you hear for analysis later. And that's easy to do, right? Like if someone said, hey, can you take minutes of this meeting? Just note down any significant things you hear. The reason why you can do that easily is not because it's a simple task. It's because that there is no analysis that you need to do you know in your mind that, hey, I'm just going to be writing down what they say, regardless of if it's right, wrong, or whatever, I'm just writing it down. And that's the same concept that I'm getting to here, because when you don't have that, you don't have someone else's words that you're writing down, or a situation or an observation that you're writing down, you're trying to capture the thoughts that's going in your brain and getting it down. You, because you're in your thoughts world, brain world, begin analyzing, you begin evaluating and trying to uh, formulate a great sentence or capture the the essence of the point when you should be just capturing the raw thoughts. Gibberish. Like if you can't think of anything, you need to write down, I can't think of anything. Maybe not so much, but that that's the concept. Like you need to put pen to paper, you need to write down your raw thoughts and analyze it later, evaluate it later, because once you start get getting going, you can hit in that flow state and just start drawing out stuff. Like even if you're stuck on a concept and one concept doesn't really make sense, literally circle it, draw an arrow to the next thought and write down the next bunch of stuff that might be related. Come back to that first circle that you just did and then draw another arrow down to another thought process and you can almost create like a web of your thoughts. So those are three keys. Frame, focus, and fire. Is it important to keep the order? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the order isn't important. The, poor, the important part is using all three of those concepts together, combined, allows you to make good notes. Okay, so is there a notebook that supports this? Plug time, yes, there is. Um, you know, I made these engineering, uh, technical engineering notebooks, which are really cool. I actually use them every single day 
and they do what I I intended with them, and they basically support that frame focus fire method. So there is a you know, uh, and it's normal. You have your engineering border. You've seen those title blocks. You have the border. You've got a title block that says what this drawing is and all that. Usually what you do is you draw a diagram and then you put the frame and then you put the text because what happens is you're conveying a report or a message out for someone else's consumption. So these are already mature thoughts, right? These are mature. No, it's not even notes, right? These are designs that you're getting down or concepts that you're getting down and you're late post labeling them post you know jotting down details who drew it what revision this is what date this was drawn for consumption so uh, what i'm doing here is this is the reverse what if we put the frame down first and then you fill in what you think this concept is so this lets us a frame our thoughts and have a focus point so before you go you start drawing concepts and go this is the drawing that tells me this or this is the set of notes that answers this question you can put in that that's the answer and that's what everything is going to tilt towards and then you put in what you're going to write down there, right? And, you know, I've got, you know, hundreds, couple hundreds pages of these and, you know, you create your volumes and I think a fun thing to think about is, you know, a lot of the notes that you do take will be just, hey, chuck it in the bin at the end, you know? A lot of the other times you can scroll through it and just go to your titles along the bottom and get an idea of the types of problems you're working on, the ways you were thinking, and then extract them. That point, you can once something's become more mature thoughts, if it's important enough, then you need to put that into some sort of digital note-taking uh, solution. So if you come out with a checklist that you're going to do, maybe you come out with the 10 things that you're that will achieve the thing that you're trying to do, then you take that into your whatever checklist software that you want and put them down somewhere. Or it could give you, give you tasks like, you schedule into your calendar later on to address. So I encourage you to go and head to engineeringinreallife.com and go to the engineering notebook section. I lay out this whole concept there and it's pretty cool. It's now picking up popularity. I see, you know, all the people grabbing it on Amazon. There's more and more, uh, you know, every 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 month, you know, so more people seem to be getting it and enjoying it and re repurchasing it so I know that it's kind of working I definitely know that it works for myself that was kind of my initial thinking was to come up with something for myself and obviously I'm taking feedback so there's more and more designs coming out and adjustments maybe uh, what I'm encouraging people to do is you know use it and if you use it in a certain way send it out to me to myself and we can make more we could change some of the insides to suit what more and more people say that they need or is more helpful so I hope my little rant here has helped you think about taking notes. So, you know, I'm not condoning destroying papers. Maybe you use the, you know, there's that remarkable product or you use your tablet or pen if you're worried about that, you know, the, the, your eco footprint. But the key and the important part I'm trying to get across to you is to say your, your note-taking skills is actually a skill that you can make more efficient that will help you be a better engineer. It will. I'm not just saying this, right? Like, even if you say these don't become like outputs, no one wants your notes, okay? No one wants your scrubby, rubbish notes. But the better you are at going from thoughts to some sort of physical notes, then you can take those physical notes and the amalgamation of those thoughts into your reports, into the way that you uh, you design, you know, a presentation or put together a piece of paper or an arch architecture, or even like assign tasks or set out your requirements. You know, you draw out your requirements or the, the bunches of requirements that you want to do. 
you know, that really helps you to make sense of your messed up thoughts. Now, with that being said, I hope you have a good day. Um, more and more episodes coming. Like I said, I can see now that there's more subscriptions coming in and people enjoying the episodes. So let me know what you think. Get in contact, you know, follow me on um, Instagram, Facebook, everything. YouTube, the YouTube channel is coming along. You're going to see more and more videos there. I can see that picking up some steam, which is great. So as always, I'll see you in the next one.